comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Yeah, guess what? That makes zero sense. Sense is something you can't even make sense of until you've been to the future and spent time there. So shut your hole. Episode 217. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I pissed my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. And do you like liners that don't have a point? Well, this one's for you. It's news. It's a half hour wasted news hour. News. I was good. Can we can we restart this episode? We can. I know it's usually you guys saying that, but no, we can. By the way, because of that, you mean almost luxury? Yeah, pretty much. This is this is kind of luxurious right now. I'm still sitting in the same hard wooden chair, but. But the volume is not <laughs> splitting my ears apart. Oh, so, you mean okay. has it always done that? Was that the volume? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this is this is my favorite pair of headphones. But this is the only pair of headphones that allowed enough air pressure to escape. To I was wondered why he wore earplugs with his earphones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> headphones. that'd be it. That's because we used to share the same source. Yes, and, and now it's a little different. And apparently, you guys <laughs> haven't taken care of your ears like I have. See, my my case of tinnitus is only this bad. Now wait a minute. Where's your truly tinnitus is no laughing matter. Where's your old? Uh, I, you know, I didn't upload that that yeah. sound, so I don't have that one. Nice. What sound? I'm gonna Nick. I'm gonna the put it in the cloud next about? time. We're doing news. This is an all news episode of a half yeah. hour. New format okay. where we're just gonna talk about news. Uh-huh. Can be about anything. Technology okay. based, humor, yeah, comic book. Let's see if so, I have some. Uh, now we oh, attempted this. I'm going to go find some. Uh, I guess well, it's a race. I think. Hey, wait we, a minute. Wait a minute. We attempted this one time, but mm. what happened? Well, how come we didn't do that show? Uh, we never up. got to it because our, we have a tendency to ramble. Our, <laughs> that may have been the one it. show that we did. It was either instead of doing two, we did one episode, mm-hmm. or it was, that's what it was. Or okay. we we did the same subject in two episodes because okay. it took longer. Hey, yeah. um, I've got a, a news sounder for you if you want it. Let's hear it. Yeah. News! News! Oh! I am so sick of the news! That's good. I like that it. Was like good. That was good. Yeah. You like that? And we're going to make you sick of the news. I, when you know what? It just occurred to me here. that I may be in violation of copyright. Again, I'm monitoring this, this in a different that way. Stinks. So compared to Bill... How's the level? I think I think things sounds good. I think the mix okay. sounds very good. All right, but I'm off a different source. I think Frank needs a flathead screwdriver this, over what's there. What's this right here? My headphones. Okay, my headphones. Um, you know that old beep 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 beep. beep, 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 beep. I was looking for that. That's yeah. right. That's what I, mean, what I was called, doing. It's like called Morse code or something, isn't it? Let me go to. Oh, the, the news. Well, the problem is that that we we did Dayline Dallas. We did use an Aldis lamp, but since it's an audio medium, no one could tell. So that's an issue. Here we go. Hang on, listen. Is this it? From around the world. Nice. From your screen to your lap. News. It's all news all the time. Raymi Frad the second layer in. I like North, east, west, south for the news. News. Was that you? Now for the news. <laughs> I like that. Let's try this news intro here. See what it sounds like. All right. <laughs> Sometimes that's you awful. Love the news. Here is your host, Greg. And I don't know who that is. I don't know. I like the other one. Play the other go, one just one more time. Yeah, yeah. Play that first one again. That's nice. Give me a nice music bed. 
And now for the news. Nice. Nice. Before we get to the news, <laughs> let's do our sponsor. This is episode oh my gosh, it 217. My, my volume was down. When I play audio for real now, it's going to be blasting. Uh-oh. Sorry. Well, here, I'll, I'll pull you down for a minute. Okay. Episode 217. Uh, is that it, what we're on? Yes. Is brought to you by... That happens to be my uh, my birthday. Kind Discount oh, yeah. comic book oh, service. Yeah. Where did that go? Discount fewer, comic book service. Fewer people than normal forgot it this year, so that's a good thing. <laughs> you guys know about Discount comic book service. Let's look at some of the specials they have for April. So... So, Brad, Shipping I think that what I should do is June. I should buy all comic books off the black market and pay more than retail price. No, see, that's where you're wrong. You're really? rarely you're rarely wrong. I I look for uh, guys with overcoats, <laughs> and uh, I follow them down dark alleys to buy comic books. No, 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 them. no. See, that's bad. Okay. What you need to do is find the friendly friendly people at. At instocktrades.com. Uh, in, they, they, hey, they love them too. too. Yeah. Let's see. This year. This uh, this year. But I'm not looking for trades this week. I'm this looking week, for single issues. This month. What? Uh, the, the burgers are on fire. I don't know. Let me go see. Look at the I flames, the, dude. Look at the flames. Yeah, there's an issue bad. there of some sort. I'll, I'll be back. The professor is being a chef tonight. Hey, at least she's not being. Pick them up off the flames. <laughs> hey, Use put water on the grease. Pour beer on them. I'm just glad she's not peeing in the pool. Pour beer on them quickly. I don't want mine well done. Bill, Bill, you have to, you have to go save the the burgers. Hey, Frank, let's talk about. Let's talk. Uh, Hand me that beer. Comic book. This is empty. Oh, yeah, there's there's cold ones in there. All right, all right. All I'm gonna say this while he's gone, so go, he won't go it. off on a tangent. Go. All hey, Brad, Don't forget what we're gonna do. Yes. All Winners Squad, Band of Heroes number one of eight, seventy five percent off for seventy four cents. That sounds interesting and right up Bill's alley. Yeah. Uh, they're starting Shield over again at a new number one. Okay, this is you know, the, I think um, it's the new, the uh, six issue one that came out yeah. last year. Okay. Um, nine cents, seventy five percent off, and uh, Flashpoint. Uh, Flashpoint spins off sixteen three issue miniseries. Free promotional pin with every comic book. Collect all 16 of them. 40% off. You can get each issue for $1.79. Um, when does flashback or um, <laughs> flashback start? I don't know. You know what? I, I really don't think I care at this point. You know, there's so little interest in that. Um, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be funny if it becomes like fear itself? Like, nobody was expecting that to be good, but there's been so much buzz about it. Yeah. Wasn't it funny if, like, Flashpoint just becomes like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Then another, but we'll see. But we got to see, right? Here's another uh, another thing that caught my eye, another special. Ghost Rider Zero, number zero, point Ghost one. The, the last couple of runs, well, the last run of well, Ghost Rider. One, what's that, like, three pages long? No. You know the point one things that, that yeah, Marvel's been I've, doing? Yeah, I've, I've been starting ignoring them. Jason Aaron and uh, who wrote it before Jason Aaron? Is it, seriously, is, is there a reason I should be buying some, any of these point one issues? Because I get that they're trying to... The Invincible Iron Man they're not trying to one re- issue was yeah. very good. They're not trying to reboot, but they're trying to basically give everybody a, a jumping on point, right? And that's yeah, the point of it? Yeah, and, that's okay. a, and you know what? That's a great idea. I think they should do that at least twice a year. The Invi- Invincible Iron Man point one issue was outstanding, yeah. in, in my opinion. I'm just I'm tired of origin stories, okay? I'm tired of them. I'm sick of them. I'm deathly afraid that uh, the Thor and Captain America and Avengers and Justice League and Green Lantern and you know all these other good movies that are going to be coming out are going to be origin movies, and it'll make me insane. I've told you, like I, I, I'm, I'm willing to miss the first twenty minutes of all these new movies that are coming out because you know what? It's, yeah, <laughs> the first twenty minutes are going to be thirty minutes. So I think what needs to happen is it needs to be erased by all these movie makers to get the origin out of the way ASAP, so they can get on with the movie itself. That means as soon as possible. Right. Grant Morrison's uh, origin of All Star Superman was yes. possibly the best origin of all time, which was one told page. on one page, yes. four panels. Yeah. Yeah, and what was it, like four words? <laughs> well, more, or maybe or 16, like words, I think. Something like that. But, yeah. It's like four words. Yeah, but that, it, it, yes. it's, you know, Dying Planet. Um, Alien Baby from Sky. Yeah. You're right. That that was Kindly tremendous. Kindly Couple, and that's all you need to know. Just yeah. those three things. Thank you, Grant Morrison. See, okay, we, Grant Morrison is awesome. 
Well, we got one he's voicemail. He's the Frank Herbert of comic book writing. To play before we get into our, our news our news is episode. It, is this going to be flattering? I don't know. Oh. And it should be playing. And, and go. Action. Why isn't it playing? Let's try it now. And what's the problem? Oh, somehow it got muted. Oh, no. Hey, guys. It's Soda. Uh, Joe James. I've been, uh, I've been looking all over Iowa uh, <clears throat> for uh, for Jumbob's dad. Uh, he's, he's not up here. There's uh, Okay. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I've been running all over the place. Um, yeah. There's only two Koreans in the state. Uh, I checked them both out there. Wait, hang on, hang on. Wait, what? Wait, they found him in Texas. Oh, okay. Uh, I I didn't look there. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, congratulations, June Bob. Heard you found your dad. Uh, no, seriously. Um, I uh, glad you found your dad. We were all pulling for you, and uh, hope you guys all stay safe. Um, and there was no need to apologize for the, uh, the half hour wasted episode. It was uh, it was great. Thanks uh, for sharing your story. Actually. Um, anyway, all kidding aside, uh, congratulations, and uh, you know a common thank you to everybody out there that helped. Thought it was a great effort. So um, sorry us up here in uh, Iowa couldn't do more. But, uh, you know, like I said, we were looking, um, doing what we could. All right. Talk to you later. Now, you know Korean. What? If you have to live in Iowa, you don't have to apologize <laughs> for pretty much anything else. You know, I, um, I've, I've actually received like like two compliments about that June Bomb yeah. show. It's, yeah, um, we, got, <clears throat> we had some. It, they said it was very different yeah. and not a bad thing, but just I just think people cared enough, you know. It, t- it turns out his dad, yeah. all his dad... Wanted he was he just had heard about Chick Fil A. He was just looking okay. for Chick Fil A the whole time. The uh, Columbia Broadcast System heard uh, the uh, the podcast, um, heard our June Bob podcast, and um, I, I guess we can go ahead and announce it now. The three of us are going to be taking over in CBS Evening News. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're going to be taking. Over. Have we not told <laughs> oh, you that yet? Frank. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, I so we can ask that questions. Frank that said that. We, we can pull that. a Katie Couric and ask questions like, "What is internet?" That is interesting. <laughs> That is interesting. <laughs> nice. Really? One of these days, I'm going to make a soundboard of my own, and then uh, I'll fight fire with fire, sir. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Wait, I'm... I'm not talking to myself anymore. <laughs> wow. All right, so we tried to do this uh, a few... A few weeks back yeah and i think i think what happened was we started i think we started talking about kick-ass who that, that was um who wrote that mark mark miller is it are you sure it's miller no but i'm gonna go with it anyway because i can't take the freaking emails and it's about to get worse and Bill. snail mails and it's about to get worse brad would you pop me oh, up you're up you have something hold on i'm starting her up okay I'm using the internet. That's nice. Yeah, the uh, the iPad only takes uh, 92 seconds to uh, start up. Pronouncing names the McGonagall way. Are you looking for a fun and easy way to spice up your conversations? Tired of talking like everyone else? Try enrolling in the William McGonagall School of Nomenclature Alteration and Aberration. At the McGonagall School, you will learn all the basics of name pronunciation that you need to succeed in day-to-day life, including, but not limited to... Vowel emphasis. Syllable translocation. Effective schwa amplification. Disregard for pronunciation conventions. And much, much more. Still not convinced? Let's hear some examples, shall we? Little Becky here hasn't yet been taught the ways in the McGonagall school. Let's hear how she says a series of surnames, followed by the way a proper McGonagall graduate knows they should be elocuted. Romita. Romita. Miller. Millar. Smith. Smythe. Tarantino. Tarantino. (laughs) Herbert. Herbert. Liefeld. Leafield. Data. Data. This is just a sampling of a wide variety of names you will learn to proclaim the McGonagall way at the William McGonagall School of Nomenclature, Alteration, and Aberration. Remember, it's not about saying it correctly, it's about saying it better. 
Enroll today. Thank now you. back to you, Brad, Frank, and Bill, or should I say, Mrs. Milio, Reinkan, and McGoonical. He, 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 mis- <laughs> he mispronounced pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Joe Jans from the Legion of Dudes. No, not Joe. Jordan. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Jo- uh, <laughs> okay, I was wondering that Joe Jans. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Jordan from Jersey from the Legion <laughs> of Dudes. I'm sorry, Jordan. I had... Uh, um, and that was his sister. I, and when I heard funny. that, I just about busted. Again, that was especially funny. with Tarantino. I gotta find the um, Tarantino. Uh, if if Tarantino. my ego was large enough for me to have enjoyed that, I would have enjoyed that immensely, Jordan. <laughs> I need to find the um, thread from our forum. Oh my gosh, that people were <clears throat> busting Bill about. Fine, I'll say it, it, Miller. Fine. <laughs> I don't know what the big deal is. And Lisa Loeb. Don't forget that one. <laughs> yeah, Lisa Loeb. Lisa Loeb? Which, uh, which, uh... Loeb. Is it Loeb? No, it's She's Loeb. always pronounced it Loeb. It's Loeb. 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 Like yeah. ear, ear lobe, but Ear lobe. But it's spelled wrong. Like Loeb. nasal lobe. Yeah. Hey, you know what made it come back on our forum thread? What? The thread concerning episode 184. That's a ways Which is the back. Nutella episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was pretty funny that it showed up. Hey, um, let's see. Yeah, there it is, 184. Does it say, uh... Oh, here we go. Green Skeleton Mike Schwartz yes. says, uh, I cringe every time Bill says Millar. It's pronounced Miller, just like Frank Miller. I've heard Mark Miller say it himself. Then uh, some guy, I, somebody named Brad says, it's, no hush. It's better if you Dude, say Millar. what about when Bill says Romita or <laughs> Liefeld? Sometimes I want to slap him. I don't know who Brad is. How long has it been since I've said anything but life? Ken held? says, thank you. I was cringing more than normal and was actually at the point of yelling Miller each time he said it. And it's, I said, I'm going to start referring to him as Bill McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's where it comes from. Now, where did the whole Millar thing come from anyway? Is uh, maybe it, is it's it just because, because the way it's English? spelled. <laughs> Listen, I have these weird things about mm-hmm. all like make assumptions based on uh, the spelling. The, the order of letters. <laughs> Mike says, um, I had to convince myself he did not say Ramida. I had better things to do yesterday than shake my fist at the computer. <laughs> the, on? Uh, the crippled Avenger, Lucas says, uh, the battle of will or will. Uh, no, let's see. Uh, you say Millar. I say Miller. Let's call the whole thing off. Thank you. Oh, and then Ken. Yes. Pronounced. Who uh, otherwise is my man. Ken put a, cl- a YouTube clip of uh, a bunch of people pronouncing the name data okay and uh there's a part of it uh, just a bunch of clips from yeah why am i getting thrown to the bus on data i've never hey 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 i was there while the pilot in 1987 i was in college by then data jordan was still in diapers by the way data is his name data is not data says it best right here then 214 you called me data (laughs) what's the difference one is my name. The other is not. There you go. Boom. You know what, though? The, I do want to place one addendum on that. He needs to shut up. He's a computer, okay? <laughs> he needs oh, to listen. shut he up. Serves, he serves his flesh and blood masters, okay? He's, That's what's going on here. He's dead. Hey, listen. you know what? I will, I, will pull out his, I will pull out his AA batteries. Listen, I don't need later that in that him. thread, Jonathan Kreitz says, the most important question Who? about this, uh, Jonathan Kreitz. Who? Jonathan Kreitz, the that's his forum name. The oh, okay. I thought you were referring to the uh, the the yes, the XO of the ship. Uh, no. Uh, he says the most important question about this episode or the previous episode: What beer are you drinking? Those are the ones we we um recorded out on the patio. Yes. And I said, ninety nine percent of the time I drink Miller Light. That's what we're having this episode. Uh, Richard Chubtoad chimes in and says or is that malar light <laughs> oh by the way chub toad has his own uh podcast there now, the is nerd a, herd uh, podcast. yeah we're not gonna uh we're not gonna uh promote it but uh oh, anyway so on. um nerd um, herd yeah. online so miller is oh, listen, easy to pronounce because it's er listen he says this is richard for the longest time i thought it was pronounced miller and a friend would correct me and say no malar so I was never sure. Then and I started listening to Half Hour Wasted me? And, w- and would hear Bill say Malar, and I thought, oh, this guy know- This guy sounds like he knows his stuff. I guess it's Malar. That's the point. Now I just discovered that because of Bill, I was saying it wrong all this time. Thanks, Bill. It's not important 
fact that you say it right, it's important that you say it mm-hmm. with. Hey, what did uh, what did George? I got, say? I got a question for you. Who at this table is the Scotsman? Is it Milo? I don't know uh-huh. what that means. No. Is it Rincon? No. 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it might be me. Are you? Are you a- yeah. Yeah, I think it might be me. That doesn't make Actu- sense. I'm actually an Irishman, but I got some Scots in me, too. I got some Irish in me, too. Ew. I got some Irish in it, me yeah. last night, yeah. too. Uh-huh. In you? Yeah. If you okay. get my... I didn't get that. That doesn't I, make sense. I, um, wow. Um, Pronouncing names the McGonagall way. You know, I'm not... I don't know where else to go with that. Okay, let's get to. I don't to want to offend the vast majority of our listening audience. Let's get. We're already at twenty-one not minutes. That, that, not that that. Not that that. Okay. Hey. 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 By the way, so you mentioned something about Nutella. I've got a news item for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, this 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 this, uh, this is news. This mm-hmm. episode, we wanted to. We all gathered some news bits that we thought were interesting. Right. Not necessarily comic book or pop culture related. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just in the fact that we're all humans. Yeah. So, Bill, you 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 read the story or read part of it, then we'll comment on it, then we move on to the next story. So it's um, it's going to be rapid fire, baby. You're. Uh, I've got two stories I've got to get to. The first one, though, you're not going to like it. It's boys. okay. <sighs> From the Associated Press, and this is in uh, this is in Tuesday, April nineteenth, paper. Pietro Ferrero, the CEO of the Ferrero Group holding company that produces Nutella, Tic Tac Mints, and other confections, and a scion of one of Italy's richest families, died Monday. Oh, no. After falling from a bicycle while on a business trip in South Africa. <laughs> after falling from a bicycle? <laughs> he was 47. That is funny. That, that is, is funny. <laughs> so, so there's going to be no more Nutella, and you think it's funny. Yes. Okay, just making sure. Um, send your emails to Frank at Half Hour Wasted, everybody. Um <laughs> On a yeah, yeah, that's what it. What kind of business meeting is well, that? Well, it says right, here. All right, the guys, we got the big news, okay? Come on, to keep up with Well, me, you, right? you can't say that he... The telesales are through the roof. Huh? Hey, hey, hey. You can't say that he was a uh, that he didn't know what he was doing on a bike because he's uh, listed here as a bicycling enthusiast, and he was riding a bike on his usual training on a road in Cape Town when he fell off, and it wasn't clear what prompted the fall. So uh, this is the point where you put the bum, bum, bum music. I got in. something better. Okay. Always look both ways when you're crossing the street. And don't hey. fall off your bike. He probably had a new fla- a new idea, a revelation for a new flavor for Nutella. That's what I happened. Have, oh, I've got the new idea he, for the well, Nutella. He, oh, he, my God. I'm falling. His hands rocketed off the handlebars. And he went, Eureka! <laughs> and then... Actually, what happened was he probably... The handlebars probably pulled out of the bike, yes. and then he kind of leaned back, and the bike became like a unicycle, and he probably went, oh, oh my gosh, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. and then kind of rolled it around. And Can we have some home. sad music or something? Because this is not, this is not funny, the happy, professor. good times. Thank you, Professor. She just brought in some sliders. They're, they're some big uh, old sliders. They're well-done sliders, apparently. Look at that. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to eat one I anyway. Take I, don't, one. I don't care how burned they are. Tell you what. Uh, I'll go on. Uh, I'll move on next. Ladies and gentlemen, Portal 2 is out. I can't the video wait. game. That's pretty edible. For that. Portal 2, the much-anticipated sequel, expanded on the improved pro- improvements of the original dark humor and mind-bending puzzles while providing a story that twists, turns, and answers questions previously unasked. Did Following you? up mm. the 2007 surprise smash hit, Portal the Game released Tuesday by Valve. Yeah. Oh, can I interrupt Did you for play? a minute? Portal? Yes, I loved Portal. It was fantastic. What's this? It's a smoothie. Very good for you. Oh, thank you. You are the best hostess hey. with the mostest. Thank you. While we got that. Frank distracted, I'd just like to continue um, by saying that uh, Mr. Ferrero's grandfather, Pietro, started the company in 1942, supplying products for a pastry shop run by his wife, Piera, in Alba, in the region of Piedmont. Now, because it was hard to obtain ingredients for sweets during World War II, the elder Pietro Ferrero decided to exploit something Piedmont had in abundance hazelnuts and invented a confection using a sweet paste made from the nut wow and that now is you actually know. fascinating and now you know the rest. the rest of the story all right bradley what do you got there's 200 there's 20,000 worldwide employees of the ferrero company who are officially in mourning right now mm-hmm. 
I know what'll make them happy. Little right Nutella nut. That's right. That's right. Or, oh my gosh, you know I'm what? gonna have a Nutella uh, love sandwich I think because I'm to so do, sad. They need to pass. A, they need to give everybody a box of Tic Tacs. A Tic Tac. A Tic Nutella. I like that. All right. I like that. I doubt I'm pronouncing this right. By the way. <laughs> A Nutella. I got <laughs> Nutella. 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 I got my this story from my favorite current my current favorite website. Yes. Consumerist dot com. Run uh, run yes. by the fine folks who do the consumer reports Mr. magazine. Steve Gillis used to uh used to give that site love regularly. I love this website. It's pretty awesome. It's someone we used to work with. The tagline for is for the consumerist. I can't is, hear you. Wait, will you speak up? Are you crunching? The tagline is "Shoppers bite back." You know they report oh yeah things that have happened to them. Gotcha. So here's the headline on this article: Texas man loses seventy eight percent of tax refund after winning free donut coupons at Houston Astros game. <laughs> so how does that even happen? <clears throat> Listen, last Slam. year the fifty six year old man won a pile of 315 coupons Dang. from area donut chain Shipley Donuts, which are proof that God is real, oh, by the no. way. Each one worth one cup of coffee and either a free donut or a free dozen donut holes. Okay? Hey, go uh, with the go with the donut holes. Those will never 315 coupons. Say you use one. Once one, a day, one a day, you've almost got a year's supply. There you yeah. go, free breakfast, right? And, okay, and hypertension. I'm reading the yes, and uh, a, a steady weight gain. Uh, I don't know what happened, doctor. It just kind of blew up all of a sudden. I'm reading from the article here. He was pretty stoked until he got a 1099 form that valued the prize at nine hundred twenty-seven dollars and sixty-one cents. Mm. <laughs> Meaning he'd have to pay taxes on all the free food. It also increased his income and, according to him, dropped what would have been a $302 federal tax refund to only $65. The man who contends the actual value of the prize is below $600 and therefore should never have merited sending a 1099 reached out to both the Houston Astros and to Shipley. The former was unhelpful, but the latter has been very understanding. After hearing the man's problem, Shipley owner Larry Shipley agreed to pay him the difference between his actual refund and what it should have been if the 1099 had never been factored in. So, there you go. wow. Nothing is free in life. <laughs> you know those gift bags they give out at the Oscars? You always hear about all these great things and stuff. That's income, and they are supposed to report that. Yeah. Whenever you get a prize, you're supposed to report it. If you go play at the Indian casinos in in Oklahoma, they will offer to take the taxes out for oh, you. Yeah, that'll there. happen. You're yeah. You let get me give, taxed on everything. Let me give you freelancers a little piece of advice. I'm Never listening. take a job from a client that pays more than six hundred dollars. Right. Okay. And only take one job from each client. Good point. So what that means is you're going to have to find about 300 different clients in a year that pay less than $600 a pop, and that way you never pay taxes. Oh, Why do you man. think those day laborers are rolling in the money, huh? They Which know is what I'm saying. On. Yeah. Man. You see them driving around their Cadillacs, lighting their cigarettos with their $100 bills. Oh, yeah. Anyway. That never would have occurred to me that that would have happened. It's beautiful advice. You know, but, no, I would not have assumed would, the free but most people wouldn't even report it. Most people would, would not even report this taxable income. Well, he didn't report it. He got a ten ninety nine. Oh, he did. Oh, hey, guess what? Yeah, Shipley's sent him a ten ninety nine. Well, Shipley's didn't. Maybe sure, their accounting people did. Yeah. And, you know, I, I highly doubt that they went, oh, we need to pass this. They you were know, probably just pushing paperwork through. It doesn't actually say who the 1099 is from. It just says he got one that valued the prize at $927. But I would uh, have to assume it'd be Shipley's because the prize was their stuff. You know, they have vendors and stuff like that. They're, an invoice just probably came on the table. They go, okay, this is what he made. Boom, sent, pump, pump it out. And you know what? Shipley's probably doesn't even have their own accounting firm. They probably have some business that does it for them. Bill? Mm. <laughs> Sorry, this you is uh, more news. Sash says uh, this thing, uh, 
This hamburger so, was burned. Well, I was really talking it. about the. Yeah, she says this thing was burned, but I just find it just right. No, this burger's nice. Yeah, Frank, I'm, that's your burger. I no uh, you, split. you and Bill split it. Okay. Um, Speaking of splitting something, you guys need to duke okay. it out over mm-hmm. the, the Oh, we'll flip a coin. Okay. This, uh, this, we were going to do this uh, show about, what, five weeks ago? Yeah. Something like that. So this piece of news is a little bit old, but it's too awesome. Thank you. It's too awesome for me to pass up. Do it. All right. Conservative talk radio accused of using actors as callers. Mm, yeah, this one. Did you yeah. guys hear about this? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so the bastion of liberty. You guys hear this in our country? Yes, I absolutely Sorry. do. Um, so cats like Rush Limbaugh, Sean Handy, and Glenn Beck have been accused of using paid actors to portray angry callers to their nationally syndicated programs. And uh, published reports have suggested that the call-in shows uh, use actors provided through Premiere On Call. So please stand up, uh, Premiere On Call, uh, for your moment in the spotlight. Um, Their subsidiary, Premiere Radio Networks, which is the largest radio syndicator in the country, uh, they have also, of course, offer Beck, Limbaugh, Hannity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what's going on is these talk show actors um, had to be – they literally auditioned to be considered for these roles. And if the actor passed this, this audition, excuse me, he would be invited periodically to call into various talk shows and recite various scenarios that made for interesting radio. Now, of course – He's never identifying himself as an actor, and the scenarios would never be identified identified as fabricated, uh, which they always were. Um, so the idea here... Did he pronounce that word right? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, good. I, Just I, check it. I backed up and did it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, uh, the idea here is that Hannity, Beck, um, Limbaugh, guys like that, they know... Just one minute. These they know that, awesome. that they're not going to get cream of the crop callers. Now, I, now actually, I, I need to correct you. Limbaugh doesn't take phone calls anymore because of his hearing condition. What so was he that? Doesn't, he, so he doesn't, have a call, he doesn't do calling anymore. Really? I'm he sorry, just what? spouts. Rush Limbaugh. As Sphincter says what? His Sphincter says... Yeah, it, that dude. That dude I'm, I'm, yeah, so yeah. he doesn't take callers anymore. Any he guys big fans of Rush anymore. Limbaugh? I, I need to let you know. Are these um, actual potato chips? He is a giant Sphincter. Are these potato chips? Uh, I don't I know, know dude. I've never potato, seen him before. I've the, never seen them before. This does not look like a potato. They chip. came from Here, the, well. They're baked for one thing. It looks like a pork rind. They're puffed and baked, and they came from Costco. So I have no idea. This is for June, Bob. Delicious. Anyway, so uh, so what you're looking at? Uh, How many live shows have we been involved in? A number where video t- TV production and and you, Frank, where we're waiting for calls to come in mm-hmm. and it slows down the yeah. progress of the show the guy has to improvise if i'm doing a radio program mm-hmm. i might have a couple of things in the wings just in case nobody calls does that mean it's right um they uh, no it doesn't i i but does it make for better radio yes i would tout i would say that yeah. They don't report to be used. They are opinion shows. Oh, hey. Hello. Wait a minute. We um, we have a caller, Brad? I guess so. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see who this caller is. Hey, uh, caller. Um, caller, go ahead. What? Can you pop that up? Uh, would you please repeat that, sir? I'm sorry. Um... Repeat that one last time. Johnny M is a commie. Did you say that Johnny M is, is a, commie? a commie? I thought I heard that. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Um, that's a that's pretty radical, there, uh, caller. Um, Johnny M. I've never known him to have any communist <laughs> leanings, and uh, frankly, I need some I need some proof or or you know. I need to know exactly, you know, how you came about this. I saw him at a Lennon rally. At a I'm Lennon sorry. rally. Did you say you saw him at a Lennon rally? 
I saw him at a Lenin rally. A Lenin rally? You mean Lenin, the former leader of the Soviet Union? Yes. Wow, this is shocking. Johnny M., uh, you've been called out. Uh, we have a caller who is clearly uh, a qualified, uh, knowledgeable, and competent observer of um, you know of this scene, and uh, I don't know, uh, caller. So, are you sure that you're sure that Johnny M is a commie? Yes. Okay. Well, there you have it then. Um, Thanks for so, calling uh, in. So, Johnny M. Um, yeah, this. Uh, uh, I'm shocked. I'm 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 offended and hurt. Um, I thought we were rid of the red menace in this country. Um, hey, caller. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like to say? One more thing. Baba Booey. Whoa! 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 What? Now, what did he say? We've been pranked, everybody. He said Baba Booey. I think we've been pranked. Baba Booey. I I am shocked and and offended and and hurt. You know, um... One more thing. Baba Booey. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that sounded an awful lot like... Dennis Pooh's child. <laughs> you know, um, going back to the story, Bill, you know, if those people don't, you know, if, they, if that's not news, if they're not reporting to be experts, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. You know what? It's um, working in the media like we do. Can't believe, I can't, you cannot believe anything half it you see. You cannot believe anything you hear. Were they? You have to have, you have to have some type of doubt in it. Um, was it just merely a? It was merely a tool for him to continue. Well, yeah, what they're doing is that the um, they're creating drama. Well, it, the, the so-called callers are um, um, the so-called callers have insightful viewpoints and are not clearly lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're basically getting calls that uh, they're discussing uh, relevant topics, topics of the day. And they do it in such a way that uh, it engages the audience theoretically, and, and, and it gives the you know it, it gives the the talk show host uh, somebody competent to bounce things off of. And and all all political radio, no matter where you're leaning, is is drama, is is fiction, is is trying to get a point across, no matter what you believe in. Well, it's it's and, subjective and it's, at the very least. Yes. Yeah, well, it it. They, they. I mean, yeah, they do want to come across as subjective, right. but th- there's always an agenda. That's well, what no, I mean, I no, there's I, I always think, an agenda there. No, I mean, Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck, they want to come across as highly objective. They want to come across as, you know, um, uh, Armageddon is, is around the horizon. And, you know, this subset of people are bad for America. But the problem is that they're not. It's called a melting pot. And... It's called many different viewpoints uh, making up a whole in our great country of ours. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, as someone who uh, started out as a uh, Nixon youth uh, when he was a kid and has become a, a fairly radical centrist, oxymoron, um, I just think there, there needs to be room for, uh, for both sides, basically. And well, uh, you, you know what? Air, airwaves are free. Yeah. You know, anyone could go out there and put out a show if they want. Yeah. Uh, it just so happens that uh, that the show, the conservative, more show, more conservative leaning shows, are usually more popular. Yeah. You know, um, I don't listen to them. Well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that the uh, conservative shows uh, are more prone to uh, build on the relative anger of the populace. It's a lot easier. You know, it's the old catchism. Um, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. You know, fear. And hate. I thought it was sell it, faster than everything's going to be okay. Everybody, just chill. I thought it was if it bleeds, we can kill it. Though <laughs> well, that too. Hey, that that'd be Dick. Cheney. We have reached the halfway point on our available space. Okay, so if we can continue, we and then if we need to, I'll this, do one story. You do one story. We wrap up. This news cycle is not over. Um. Okay. My my next story is what they're talking to uh, what they're saying about stories. the BlackBerry playbook. Maybe we can continue. The I've got news a couple of news continue. stories, but I could make them brief if need be. The BlackBerry playbook had a rocky launch last week. Oh no! The new what media is it? Tablet is, that okay. is gathering fairly favorable reviews as a device. Unfortunately for Rim, they're not near. That's not nearly the whole story when it comes to completing 
competing with the 800-pound gorilla in the market, meaning uh, the uh, the iPad 2. Clearly, we're talking about the Motorola Zoom. Uh, the iPad uh, owes its dominance to the emerging media tablet market as much to Apple's outsized, uh, outsized library of contents and apps as it does to its popularity as a mobile platform for viewing and running. It's inertia. I mean, iPad made a great device, but it's the inertia of Mac people who have adopted iPhones and iPods. Well, of course they're going to go for an iPad. It's a built-in market. Um, you hardly have to advertise it. The, I think the thing that's hurting um, the playbook, which they were really hoping it would take off, was so... As we all know, Blackberries are targeted towards people who, who but more business-oriented people. Right. Um, they didn't come in with a built-in email client. Well, the government um, uses Blackberry yeah. technology. It didn't come in with it with a built-in email client, and the only way you can check your email is to sync it in with your Blackberry. So it becomes Say what, homie? So it becomes a cumbersome device. As, as opposed to a nice sleek, I've seen the interface. That's a good song, by the way. Yeah, I've I've seen the interface for, for the um, for the BlackBerry. Really nice. Everybody I know, except for Harley, mm-hmm. who has a BlackBerry, hates it. Johnny M had a BlackBerry for a long time. The playbook? BlackBerry, no, the just the BlackBerry oh, yeah. phone itself. I had the Storm for quite a while. Did and, you like um, it? You know, I, I liked it because it was my first smart smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, but you couldn't but do the, anything with it. The screen it wasn't that smart. No, it wasn't that well. I mean, it was one of the first generations. I mean, it, it, it yeah, wasn't. I, an I mean, a, a BlackBerry's meant to work. It's not. It's not meant to. I mean, to work as and, a and check frankly, your emails, sync up your a- address books, stuff like that. It's not meant. Yeah. Now the Storm was a different animal because it was all touchscreen. Yeah. It, it didn't have the the little you know thumbtack size keys. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, one of the things that there was a, a downgrade when I went to the Droid X, which otherwise is a still a complete smashing success. I've had this phone for almost a year. I'm as happy with it today as I was the day I bought it. But the email client, there are things the the uh, Android email uh, client does that are not as effective as BlackBerry. So BlackBerry, um, BlackBerry still does email better, in my opinion, than uh, – and I've never had an iPhone. But it does it better than Android. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, that's, that's one thing among the many. I mean, you know, I've gotten to the point now – uh, the Droid X is so incredible that I rarely use my laptop anymore. It's um, and, and if I had a tablet, I would love to have a Motorola Zoom. By the way, it's um, you know, it, it's just a matter of time before just because sheer numbers, um, um, because there's because of the way Amazon work or Amazon, I'm sorry, um, uh, Android works. Sheer numbers will take over the market and and will be the, it won't be dominant, but it'll be fractured because um well, because of the way Android's designed. But the but. BlackBerry, they just wanted to get in the market so so badly yes. that they pushed this before the the before it was really really ready, and yeah. I think that's going to hurt them. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if by next year they they are just out of the tablet market. Well, it, it's interesting too because you're looking at a company that, as you said, just kind of feels like it has to be there. Um, but I'm sorry, iPad is dominating the market, and it's a good device. It you know, there's no reason it shouldn't. I think that the Android tablets are going to run up on them. I mean, you know, I think that how can the Zoom Well, and, and you're going to have to watch out for that share. because uh, Google's actually thinking about taking back the Android and not making it as open because there's so many different devices that are, you know, it's being Android is, is open, um, open source. Anybody can use it. Anybody yeah. can tweak it. You can put it on almost any type of hardware and... Uh, there, I, I've held in my hand some some Android-driven okay. devices that are very low-end. Yes. If that was ever my first experience with an Android device, I would say no more because it's horrible. It's slow. It's right. junky. I've been on, I, I have touched the Zoom. It's nice. It feels good. It works. I didn't that, like the, the Zoom. End, really? The high-end one, it's that blur, like it's that blur interface. It's the top um, the top level, the, the, uh, the Motorola interface on it. Hey. But... But it's, you know, Android just needs to be careful, man, because I know they want to get out there and stuff, but, man, if they just let anyone use it, it's just going to, it's not going to work. Let me chime in work. With they're a, out there. With a tangentially related news story. Apple, I didn't know about this, Apple sued Samsung, uh, alleging that it copied the iPad and the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems... Samsung's Android devices, such as the Samsung Galaxy S4G, the Epic 4G, and Nexus S, drew 
too much inspiration from, uh, it says from I stuff from, I think they're trying to be cute. Samsung, it says, uh, the Wall Street Journal says uh, that Apple says in its lawsuit that Samsung chose to copy Apple's technology, user interface, and innovative style in these infringing products. Apple is seeking injunctions against Samsung and wants the court to find the company willfully infringed on its concepts and wants to recover actual and punitive damages. You know, they they need to, before Apple does that, they need to look at the the predecessor, the Samsung, I think it was the F700, which is a lot like what what the what the what became the iPhone. It was a predecessor. It didn't do it as well, but it had a lot of the same design and was stuff. Was it before like that. the iPhone? Yeah, it was before the iPhone. So I'm just I'm just wondering why Apple is coming across saying, Hey, you know, suing them over this technology that they claimed at Samsung when Samsung when Samsung actually in some ways maybe inspired the iPhone. I don't know. Is this Apple being a bully? I think it is. I think it's just just, just trying to protect our market share. I don't know what they're so worried about. You know, they uh, they're top right now. They want to stay on. They want to stay top. I mean, have, have you seen those? You know, Apple man, it that's like saying, "Oh, the green apple copied the red apple." Like, I'm talking fruit now. The green apple and the or the tangerine copied the orange and they're too similar you know apple computers and apple records were suing each other because of the logo it's like colorado saying colorado suing wyoming because they look too much alike on a map Mm. it's just dumb i liked your last metaphor better but it's actually it uh, uh the reason for it is just protection on their part it's it's the, the, usually it's the threat of litigation that stops anything from going any further and just kind of, okay, we'll back off. We'll pay a licensing fee on that. Yes. Everything's fine. But it's uh, usually when it gets to court, that's the last step to anything. So usually there's these threats and this, this saber rattling. That's probably all that Apple's doing right now is just saber rattling. I just want an eBay auction. Hey, yes. Awesome. Yes, you got them? Yeah. All what right, you brother. win? Some headphones like hey, these. Hey, your, uh, your first metaphor leads me into uh, my next story. This can be fairly quickly. Uh, we, can be done let's, fairly do, quickly. let's do bills and then we'll cut out. Right. Oh, okay. Um, NEC, um, I didn't know that NEC made phones. Uh, maybe they just make NEC. parts of phones. NEC. Uh, they, they, uh, they made a they lot of cash uh, registers. They also, like they also made projectors, too. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, the NEC phone's camera now comes with fruit recognition. Pardon me? <laughs> Smile detection? Face recognition? <laughs> That's so last year. NEC's new tech is way more exciting. Fruit recognition. What does that even mean? Yes, fruit recognition. Show the camera a melon, a courgette, or any other fruit or vegetable, and it will recognize it. And no, it won't just tell you this is a melon. Instead, it will tell you which exact melon it is, where it came from, and, and who when, they belong to. <laughs> when it was grown. That's right. Um, now, this isn't magic. The camera lies on a photograph having already been taken. Then when it sees a fruit later, it uses a combination of facial recognition and fingerprint recognition technologies to ID the fruit, matching it up with anything it's seen before. It turns out the colors and wrinkles of fruit and uh, veg, uh, vegetables are individual enough to make the system accurate to one in a million. You know what it's going to be so used So the for. big question is why? Cash registers. Good point. You go to a supermarket, you, you, you put your, your bananas on there. That, oh, that's bananas? Yeah. Is that better than, uh, than biting into a... Uh, Biting into a lovely cantaloupe and uh, getting the the crunchy um, crunchy popping flavor of an RFID tag. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what it is. It's, nice. It's, it's that's the technology for cash registers for self checkout. Because if you look at self checkout, what's the big holdup all the time? Yes. It's the fruit Beep. and the vegetables. Now, yeah. Frank, imagine you have a mobile phone Beep. with NEC's tech built in. Now, Beep. Frank, imagine you were in a supermarket with that phone. You could snap a photo of the banana in front of you and be instantly told where and when it comes from. In this case, it's likely to be a shock, Frank, as unripened bananas store very well for many months. Did you know that? That's no. I knew that. that. I'm not happy about it. No, dude. Are you? uh, I don't know about months, but uh, uh, bananas. Bananas are sent greener than green. I mean, the green bananas you see in the store. I ain't green, man. Dang near ripe compared to what they were like when they put them on the truck. Really? Mm-hmm. I've also heard the, the people who live in uh, tropical areas where bananas actually grow natively tell you that 
um, anybody who's only eaten bananas they've gotten from a uh, store have never actually tasted a banana. Um, go to Wikipedia and look up banana and look up at what a, what a, nat, a banana in the wild looks like. It's wild. It almost looks like an apple because it's so squatty. It looks like a yellow apple. Really? Yeah, because everything yeah. on Wikipedia is, is <laughs> true. I believe uh, it. Well, I mean, no more true than, than the rest of the web. You know? Right. Hey, by the way, uh, Portal 2, mm-hmm. uh, they get uh, Stephen Merchant's voice for it. So that's pretty cool. Who's that? Uh, he's um, uh, Ricky Gervais's uh, buddy. Is that game out oh. yet? It's out yeah. now, right? It came out. You know when I got that when I, I got the orange box uh-huh. with the Half Life Two mm-hmm. and and the, and all that Portal was on there. I was like, "What is this Portal?" And then I finished Half Life, and you know, I was like, "I'll try this Portal thing." Yeah, there you go. Holy crap! I wish I'd played that. That was that the best first. game on there. That was way awesome. better than Half Life. Yeah, that'll. Well, teach I loved Half Life Two. It was great, but Portal was awesome. By the way, I'm playing Dante's Inferno. Yeah, right now. Wow, that is probably the the most impressive graphical game I've played in a long time. It is crazy good looking. That is shocking. Hang on, yeah. hang on. My dad's calling. Brad. Ah, oh, shoot, I missed him. Okay. He. Uh, uh, well, I'll talk to him later. He didn't. Uh, right. Well, let's wrap up. Very long. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode two two hundred seventeen. Have a half hour wasted. Be sure to check us out at the half hour wasted. L-O-D dot H-H-W-L-O-D where's your, where's your dot com. It's right here. So this is episode 217 then? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was just feeling time. I don't <laughs> H-H-W-L-O-D really care. H-H-W-L-O-D dot com. Check out uh, geek for, uh, forumforgeeks.com. Leave, uh, us, leave a us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Drop us an email. Till next Send week. Send us a flaming bag of poo. We'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. You know what? what? I forgot I had something from Sean Pryor. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs>